hello, hello, hello. Happy self-love style. I cannot believe this is the last Sunday in September. Blows my mind. Where did the year go? And also there's a secondary feeling of, um, I'm so excited for this year to be done. <laughs> um, it's Riley, and I hope you are listening to this and it finds you well. Um, wanted to do a quick little rundown of some upcoming things that I have going on in the fall uh, before we get running up on the actual podcast here. So um, this is it. Here's what here's what I'm getting up to, you guys, and I hope you come and join me. So we have uh, four kind of like main events coming up in the fall here that I just wanted to uh, chat about really quick. So the first one is coming up on the 19th of October, and this is a super fun one. I've done these um, girl group sessions before, uh, you know, just with myself, and um, they're just the most fun. So it's called Smoky Eye in Style, and this one I teamed up with uh, the Beauty Loft. So you can get lessons on makeup, learn how to do kind of the everyday, but take it into smoky eye. You're going to come and get a whole shit ton of style advice and body positivity uh, from myself. And there's also a golden rack, which I fill full of all of the beautiful things for um, the group to shop. So that's the 19th of October. Um, I also do private bookings for those. So if that's something that um, anybody in the YQR Regina area uh, feels like they have a group of girls that would love, I can certainly book in um, a private one for you. And there's still tickets available to this October 19th one. So the link is in my profile. Um, I'm going to put it in the show notes here as well so that you can uh, read a little bit more. Second one, I have actually the following day on the 20th of October, I'm doing a self-love workshop at Oxygen Fitness here in Regina. So we're going to be chatting about all things body positivity and style and how to incorporate movement into your life. And then the most exciting fall I've probably had in, you know, recent years, um, and these next two are, are really, uh, you know, most of the reason why. Um, on October 28th, my say, my say, myself, <laughs> myself and a incredibly, um, inspiring and holistic, um, intuitive, amazing, intelligent woman, Kaylee Woolheather. Um, we are doing the very first ever body positivity summit YQR, and it's going to be just so magical and, uh, details are going to be coming out about that in the next couple days here. And, um, so mark your calendars, October 28th. It's a Sunday. It's from 11 to four and we're going to go deep. We're going to go, you know, into all the things that we battle and struggle with. We're going to talk about so much juicy stuff and really help you get out of your own way. So, um, stay tuned for details on that. And then I wanted to create some magic in Saskatoon, uh, which is a, a, for those of you who are outside of um, Regina, maybe outside of Saskatchewan. This is another <laughs> city in Saskatchewan. Um, but myself and the girls from the Well Collaborative are teaming up for an amazing, incredible, super juicy three-day, um, you know, event um, through November 23rd, 24th, and 25th. So more details will be coming out about that over the next little bit as well. So now you're caught up on what's going on with me in the world of um, the goings on. And I would love to see your faces there. Anybody who wants any more info, 
I'm going to put, like I said, in the show notes here, I'm going to put all of the links so you guys can get all the details and the info. And if you're local to Regina, um, I would love for you to join me and, um, and to connect. So that's that. Um, I don't have any sponsors cause that's like not a thing. So, <laughs> um, we'll just get right into it. Um, you know, I want to be really, um, always want to be really honest. And this, this week's topic didn't really come very easily for me. There were so many things that I wanted to talk about. There were so many things that I thought would be great to review and to go over and to jump into and, um, you know, really kind of like break open for the fall for this time of year. But I just had a really difficult time deciding which was the right one and needed to take a little bit of time to uh, dive inward and, and make sure that, you know, this was the one that I really wanted to chat about today. So what we're going to chat about is worrying about what others think. And, you know, kind of the loose secondary platform to that is um, why I believe our Instagram and social media world is just so incredibly dangerous. Um, <laughs> this is a this is a very vulnerable one. Obviously, I mean, I build my business um, on Instagram, you know, m- the ma- majority of it anyways. Um, let's hope I start to speak better because I can certainly not find my vocabulary at all this morning. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so worrying about others, well, the reason I wanted to chat about this a little bit and kind of unpack it is because I believe that this is the reason why um, so many of us feel so stuck and so, um, you know, kind of in tune with this lack of confidence versus in tune with our confidence and our, our you know, great features about ourself and all of the amazing abilities that we have. Um, I believe that there's this massive block and I know that because I've experienced it, I still do. Um, and I always want to talk about, um, you know, things that I'm experiencing and things that I'm moving through because I mean, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a, you know, I'm just, I'm just simply chatting about the things that I'm going through in my life and the fr- the things that my friends are going through and the other women entrepreneurs that I know, um, and really just trying to speak to them in the way of which I have mo- moved through them or the way that, you know, I've found practices to, um, assist that for myself. So this is definitely one that has come up a lot for me. And I remember last year in December, so December of 2017, I had been having eyelash extensions for like, you know, two years. And I remember just thinking about getting them off and feeling like how not pretty I would feel. And the minute that I recognized that that was something that was a thought of mine, immediately decided to get them off to prove to myself that I don't need that to feel attractive or pretty or, um, you know, that my makeup looks good and it only looks good because of uh, the lash extensions. So that's kind of when this started for me in terms of the actual journey or actually like putting to top of mind why I was so worried about what others, um, you know, were thinking. And, um, it's, it's just such an epidemic and I believe that it's just something that, um, you know, is, is running rampant in our, in our society. But I also believe that, um, it's something that can be really, really, um, mitigated with, with some tools and with some practices. And that's kind of what I want to share with you today. So why do we worry about what others think? Um, I believe that we worry because we have a lack of self-worth in a specific area or in general. 
I believe that we worry about what others think because of our own self-esteem challenges that we don't necessarily understand our competency level or our, what would I call the physical aspect of competency? I suppose our attractiveness, when we don't truly believe in that ourselves and we don't really know how to tap into that, I believe that's called a self-esteem challenge. It's not a issue because I believe that it's something that you can overcome and work on and it's just a dedication that you have to make every single day. But nonetheless, um, yeah, and you know what we're actually seeking when we experience this sort of worrying about what other people um, will think is, so I'll give you an example. You know, for those of you who've been following me for a while, you might know this. Um, I've talked about it a few times, not necessarily a ton in depth, but um, we'll just do a quick review so that all of the new followers here can can be aligned and, and on top of things. So in June of 2017, I began a business with two other business partners. And um, in May of 2018, I decided that what was best for me would be to walk away from that business and continue to do my own thing, um, you know, really working on empowering women and, and uh, working with them on a deeper level in terms of confidence as well as style. And I knew that I needed to go and do that on my own. And so this was a decision for me that um, I needed to make. However, for the months leading up to me making that decision, um, you know, it was a constant battle of like, you know, what are they going to, what are people going to say? You know, I, <clears throat> I start this business and then not even a year later or just about a year later, I leave. You know, what is she doing now? Where is she going? What is she, who is she working with? Why wouldn't she stay? You know, I, that was a constant conversation in my head. The secondary constant conversation was, well, what are these two people that I entered into this business? Like I made this commitment to them, you know, on a five-year term, um, you know, what are they going to think about me? And then what are they going to say about me? And then what are they going to tell other people about me and the situation? And how often will I get to share my story, my side of why I wanted to go? You know, um, and then the third constant conversation was, um, you know, me with myself. Like, what am I going to think about myself? Am I going to feel confident in myself? Is this going to be a massive regret? Is this actually something that I want to do? Um, you know, what what am I going to think about myself? Am I going to think that I'm a failure? Or am I going to feel empowered? Am I going to think that I gave up and didn't try hard enough? Um, you know, and so there was this triple sort of like, I don't know, like three-way call of like mean girls going on in my head. And it was a very, very difficult thing to get through and something that I'm still working on and practicing because um, that shit just doesn't go away. Um, but what I've learned over this whole experience is that at the end of the day, when you're making the decisions and really tapping into yourself and understanding that you're doing it for the reasons for you and letting that go about the worrying about what other people will be thinking or saying or feeling, um, there is a lot of uh, validity in that and there is a lot of um, self-connection. So if you can get to that place and then practice to stay there, I think there's a lot of magic that can happen um, utilizing those tools. And what we're really seeking when we're considering other people's um, opinions or other what other people will think or what other people will say or how other people will be speaking about, about us or about our life, um, really what we're looking for is self-acceptance. Um, we're looking for that validation 
um, we're looking for somebody else to say, hey, you made a great decision. Good for you. But like, what is the why behind that? We shouldn't really need to look to others to validate our own decisions or our own feelings or our own emotions or the way that we navigate our life. It isn't their life. It's our life. It's my life. So I have the ability, the capability, and the understanding that I am allowed to do whatever I feel is best for me. And that should be the priority because that acceptance of self is really what we want to get to. Acceptance of your body for the way that it is right here in the right now, currently. Um, the, the acceptance of, of where you are at in your life, whether that means that you're married with four kids or... <clears throat> or you're, um, you know, still going to school, or uh, you're an entrepreneur, and you're, you're kind of in the startup, and you're struggling to make money and get the flow going, um, you know, or, you know, <laughs> maybe you're coming up to year 10, like myself, and it feels new and fresh, and like you need to start all over and rebuild. And that's really what it's felt like for me for this entire year. So at the top of the hour, when I said, I can't wait for this year to be done. You know, I, I say that jokingly because it's been extremely challenging and very tough and very um, growth heavy. And when things go through, when you go through growth heavy periods, it is so not easy. It's not easy. It's not, it's exhausting. Um, but what comes out on the other side is just like this beautiful crawling into your own skin. It's like you stop apologizing for who you are, how you feel, what you want, how you're navigating your life and the decisions you're making. Because the only validation and acceptance that you need, you now know is only from yourself. And seeking that, seeking to get that from other people will never look like how you want it to look. And so you set yourself up, and this is where my major lesson has been this year is in expectation when you set yourself up to constantly be validated by other people or that is how you get your validation and your general level of confidence, you know, is determined by that. Um, you, for myself anyways, I wasn't very good at, at communicating my, uh, my expectations. And when you're not really that great at, ex at explaining what your expectations are, or maybe you don't even fully understand them yourself, um, a lack of communication happens, and when lack of communication happens, um, you know, all of a sudden your feelings, <clears throat> you get to a point where, like, eventually you're going to express your feelings, you're going to say what you think, and if you haven't backed that up with, with expectations or with feelings or, you know, conversations about that prior, that's going to come off to other people like a very big surprise, and I truly believe that's what happened with, with this business. I think that I didn't do a great job of, I think in my mind at the time, I thought I was being very clear. I thought that I was very explanatory about what I wanted and the direction I wanted it to go and all of those things. But looking back, I, I think I absolutely could have been clearer. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I've often thought that it likely came as a surprise, you know, or a little bit off the wall um, because those people didn't really understand how I had been feeling leading up to that. And so that expectation um, really kind of screwed me, you know, and, um, I was really looking for, you know, that, I guess, the words of affirmation, if we're going to go to the love languages book, but, you know, I wanted somebody to tell me I was doing a good job. I wanted somebody to tell me I was busting ass. I, I wanted someone to tell me that I was, like, successfully running two businesses and growing them both. 
I wanted somebody to tell me that, you know, they're so grateful for all of the work that I put in. I wanted somebody to say like, you know, I'm in it with you and we're, it's fine. Like we're going to do this together. But really all of that stuff was so unnecessary. And what I was just doing was, was trying to seek validation and worrying so much about what the other people thought about the job that I was doing or the, the, the direction I was going or the decisions I was making or the projects I was working on or, or what projects I wanted to create. Um, I was so worried about what they were going to think about that. I didn't even take the time to understand how I felt about it. And when you can't, t you, you can't navigate a life of self-acceptance and truly love yourself and know your self-worth if you're not understanding that you are your number one priority in terms of your opinion of yourself. No one else's opinion, um, you know, should be valid. Should you should you enter into conversations and and receive feedback in a positive and open way? One hundred percent. Do you just disregard everybody else's thoughts and and opinions and suggestions? No, you just know yourself well enough and are tapped into yourself deep enough that you understand how to discern out of all of those things what's right for you and what you truly feel. And I think being open to all of those other things is so beautiful because you have the opportunity then at that point to open up your repertoire and look at things from a different perspective. And you still might come back to that same conclusion, but being really open to receiving other people's suggestions and feedback and growth opportunities is so imperative to self-growth and self-development, but it's also super imperative to self-love. You have to understand that like loving yourself hard enough and full enough and holy enough um, allows you to then hear and be open to everyone and everything else in your life and still make the decision for yourself based on what you felt because you already tapped inside. You already knew what you wanted. Um, you know, and it's just a, it's, it's a very big loop. And I think what, what it looks like for me, and I made a few notes because I wanted to make sure that I was being really clear about this, but you are worrying about what others think if you are judging others. You are worrying about what others will think about you if you are judging yourself. So maybe you're scrolling Instagram and you're seeing, you know, there's a lot of fashion bloggers, a lot of girls who like to just, you know, post photos of themselves. And I mean, I do that for my business. That's 100% something that I, it is a part of my life, which is so bizarre still to me. Um, but, you know, if you're looking through Instagram and you have the comparison tool as your, um, you know, filter, you look at people and as you scroll, you're constantly comparing, you know, a multitude of things like, you know, you're comparing your life. Oh, well, she's traveling around the world. Like that must be nice. I have two kids and like a husband and a job. And obviously that's not an option, you know? So there's that aspect. Then you're comparing, comparing, um, you are comparing, um, you know, potentially their, um, relationships. Oh, well, she just gets to go and like, you know, jet set all over. And like, she just happens to have a boyfriend or a partner that like can do that with her. And that's not real life, you know, or, um, the third thing is, you know, potentially could be judging in terms of body. So, you know, well, of course she can wear that. She's like 90 pounds soaking wet, or of course she can wear that. She's 21 or, um, you know, it could potentially actually be the opposite as well. And looking at more, um, you know, full figured women who are using Instagram as a platform to really express body diversity and body positivity. And you could be looking at that and feeling like, um, you know, that, that really resonates with you. Um, but sometimes it can also turn into like, well, I would never do that, like good for her, but I could never do that. Or I could never wear that. 
Um, and it's just this loop of, uh, you know, the, what I always refer to, you know, on self-love style and, uh, you know, with my clients, like this is the shitstorm. This is the female shitstorm that goes on in our head about our bodies and about the way that we look and how we constantly judge ourselves based on other people. And this is what I mean about Instagram being so dangerous because um, it is a it is a constant loop of access to judgment. And if you are not strong enough in your relationship with yourself or, or working on that relationship with yourself, it's very difficult to have those platforms be in your face all the time and still be able to discern that you love yourself and that you feel like you're beautiful. It's very difficult. It's a very difficult world to be in. And so you have to you know, really kind of almost separate them. And, um, it can just be, it, it just can be so debilitating. And, um, anyways, back to what it looks like. So you are a hundred percent worrying about what others will think. If you don't experience full confidence in yourself, if you can't tap into, like, if you can't put something on, um, you know, and feel really great in it, you're not tapping into your confidence. If you can't go to the, go to work and kill a presentation or, um, you know, a document that goes out to the, the whole team or, um, you know, a project um, outline or, uh, you know, a, a management and leadership <clears throat> something, if you can't go into that and feel confident, like you're worrying too much about what others will think. And if you feel less joy, if you're always constantly sort of like on that negative loop and this one is a really tough one for me because I'm so attuned to it that I pick on it, I pick up on it almost instantaneously and it's very difficult for me to not recognize that in other people. The level of self um, negativity, not even self, that's not a, that's not a thing. The, ne the level of negativity um, that comes out you know, on a regular, consistent basis without people even knowing is insane. It happens all the time. I am so attuned to it. I pick up on it. And I am really trying to be more conscious about the way that I form my sentences, the way that I, what words I, I choose, what vocabulary I am, um, you know, trying to put forth and how I'm really expressing myself. And it's not about just like, being a rug sweeper and like tossing all of the shit under the rug and just pretending it's not there. I'm not saying you have to just put on a happy face and be positive all the time or just lie to other people around you. It's totally okay to say like, well, like I'm not good today. Like I'm having a day and, you know, and be, but you know, own that and just say like, I'm having a day. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to go home and have some, you know, alone time later, or, you know, today is just not my day, but looking forward to a better one tomorrow. You know, there's always a way to flip that to end a little bit more on a positive note, or at least allow yourself to get out of that negative shitstorm and understand that this is just a day and it is just a bad day. And, and tomorrow is the perfect opportunity to just start all over again. Um, but you know, I think that's something that I'm working on too, is, is not judging others for being negative because my, my mental capacity and my, the state that I'm in, um, is not the same as anybody else's. It doesn't have to be the same as anybody else's. I'm no better or no worse than anybody else. I'm just am where I am. And the work that I'm doing for myself right now is what I, what I choose. So other people can choose that for themselves as well. I just think that there is, um, maybe a need to 
be a little bit more focused and attentive to the vocabulary and the words that you're using and how you're speaking about yourself and your life. And um, maybe just dive into that a little bit and, and, and pick up on the notes of, of, you know, how you're saying those things, you know, are you coming at it with love and kindness and positivity or are you kind of a complainer, you know, are you coming at that with like, um, you know, it's, it's not about doing rose colored glasses either because you don't necessarily want to just like I said, rug sweep and make everything seem perfect in your life. That's not what it's about. That's why you have your people, you know, the, the, the ones that are closest to you that you can really confide in and that you can really, um, allow you yourself to like fully express all that shit and get it out and cry and, and, you know, whatever else you need to do for you. Um, I'm just kind of talking more on a day-to-day basis out in public, you know, when you're interacting with other people, um, just be mindful of your vocabulary and be mindful of how you're speaking about yourself, but also how you're speaking about other people and about your life. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to have that air of like negativity on that. And I think once you notice it, it's a little bit easier to self-correct. And one of the easiest ways who, uh, my dad, (laughs) my amazing psychologist, brilliant father, um, one of the ways he has always said to me to, um, sort of mitigate that issue is always kind of flop it, um, you know, the negative and the positive. So a lot of time people will be like, okay, how are you today? And they'll say, well, I'm good, but I'm tired. But if you say it the other way around and end on the positive, um, sometimes that can be quite actually quite uplifting and it can help you to reframe your, the way that you form your sentences. So instead you would say, I'm tired, but I'm good, you know, and it just ends so differently. It feels so differently. And that's just one of the easiest ways to start recognizing your negativity or recognizing that, that kind of like not so great shitstorm that's going on in your head. If you can really work on just flipping that sentence, it's so simple. Um, that's a really great way to, uh, be self-aware and, um, and make some adjustments that will totally help you to just be more positive and happy and joyful, um, kind of on a more regular basis. But, um, yeah. And you know, really why I wanted to talk about worrying about what other people will think is, is just because this is why building your confidence from the inside out is just so important. And I know, um, I'll probably get this question, so I'll just answer it for you right now, (laughs) but that's great. So I'm sitting here and I'm telling you, don't worry about what other people think, but like, how do you actually do that? And what about this, you know, dangerous world of Instagram? How do you navigate that? And how do you find your self-worth and your self-confidence so that you can stop worrying about what other people think? Um, you know, I was listening to, um, Gary V something. <laughs> I'm going to have to put that in the show notes. I cannot remember how to say his last name, but Vanderbeck, Vander, Vander something. I feel like I'm just making that up from a TV show. But anyways, his name's Gary. He's a motivational speaker, like a multi-platform business uh, owner and entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I would call him really kind of a, a loose coach. But anyway, I follow him on Instagram and have for a while and listen to some of his, his Ted talks and things like that. Um, but anyways, he had said, uh, he, I just watched this recently. He had been doing this, this conference or this like, uh, rally or something. And this, this 13 year old boy stood up and asked him, he said, I've been, you know, on YouTube making YouTube videos, um, you know, for the last year and I only have 145 followers. And I really want to get to 300 by the end of this year. And I just wanted to know, like, 
like, what is your advice for me for a kid my age? And Gary said, stop concentrating so much on getting the likes and the followers and get back to the reason you wanted to do that in the first place. And I promise you that's your passion. And if you can get back to your passion and always concentrate on doing what makes you feel passionate, what gives you, what lights you up from the inside out, um, the people that were really, that, that that resonates with and that feels good for will just come. And, you know, it's, it's not about, it's not about doing something for, it shouldn't be about doing something for the validation that you get from other people. Um, you know, and this is like a, a something that I've been practicing very recently um, is turning off my notifications on my Instagram and my email um, so that when I post, I can kind of just let it ride. And if I have the time, you know, to go back and kind of look at it, um, then I will. But it's more about putting out content that inspires women and empowers women and promotes body positivity and body diversity and self-acceptance and self-love. And if I can communicate that with a picture, um, you know, in a caption, that's my passion. It's all about, you know, giving you day-to-day tools to style yourself more successfully so that once you build that inner confidence, you've got that exterior confidence as well. And you are full and wholly authentic in every bit of you from the inside to the outside. And so if I can do that and like give you some style tips and like, you know, talk a little bit about some basics that um, really go a long way and assist you in, um, you know, shopping better for yourself and saving yourself time and saving yourself money and really understanding how to express yourself on the external, but that that's also not the be all, the end all. If I can do that with a photo, that's my passion. So that's always going to be my MO moving forward. Um, you know, it's, uh, that's, that's how I want to connect. That's my passion. So that's what I'm going to continue to focus on putting out. And if I get, you know, 500 likes on a photo, great. If I got 50, great. Those 50 people were touched enough that they double tapped on that photo. Um, you know, but you know, I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't concentrate or think about, what that looks like. I do believe that, um, Instagram and Facebook and connection in terms of that is an important and imperative part of business platforms right now where we're living. I don't think it's going to stay there. I don't think it's sustainable. And I think that we're going to be craving, we already are craving more connection with one another. And so I think it's up to us as entrepreneurs to, to understand what that looks like and, um, and adjust. But for right now where we're at, it is an important tool. It is a, um, stream of marketing that you get to consistently curate without having to pay somebody to do graphics and posters and billboards and radio shows and all of those things. So we have a a beautiful ability to use that platform for some great things, but you know, there is always a duality and the duality of this side of that is that, um, you know, for a while there, it was like, you know, I remember in, in June, um, I was extremely, emotionally distraught and, um, going just through a very, very big growth opportunity after leaving the business and figuring out what I wanted to do. And, you know, going through all of those emotions of like, did I make a massive mistake? No, I, this was the right decision for me. Oh my God, I'm so happy for myself. Holy fuck. Like, what are people going to think? And, and what are people saying? And Riley, it doesn't matter. And like all of that. And I think that what I was, I remember looking at my Instagram and being like, well, what the hell? Like, 
my viewership has gone down, you know, not as many people are looking at my stories, not getting as many likes, all of that shit was coming up a lot for me, but it was totally because I was judging myself continuously and just hadn't processed enough to really understand where I was at with with that whole experience and how I felt about it. And so I needed to just give myself time to process, give myself time to kind of move through that and then understand that, um, you know, it's not all about the likes. And so again, come back to the passion. What am I here to do? Why am I on this planet? What do I want from the people um, and the things in my life? And how do I want to connect with others? And if you, if you can find a passion in any of those things, um, you know, I hope you follow it. I hope you listen to that. And I, I'm so tired of hearing the the like, oh, I'm too old to do that, or, oh, I just have, like, a stable job with, like, benefits and a pension, and those are all excuses, you know, and you're just depriving yourself of, you know, a potentially, like, abundantly just passionate and joyful life, um, you know, of course, you need to make money, and you need to be able to sustain your lifestyle, but, um, you know, I believe that there is, I don't know, there's just more joy, more happiness for me in, in really exercising my passion and utilizing my ability to, to express that and share that and share my stories and share my struggles and um, have a cat meowing in the background, you know, (laughs) Um, because I'm recording from home, you know, in my basement. This is like, this is therapy for me. This is like what I do for myself, for me. And I hope it touches you and I hope that it reaches other people. And, you know, it doesn't have to be this like, massive recording studio and like you know I was thinking this week I'm like oh my god like should I contact a DJ and like get them to do like some intro music and like oh shit I gotta like get an editing program and like no 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 I don't need to do any of those things I would be doing those things because I would think that that's what you're supposed to do for a podcast I want this to be raw I want it to be real I want it to just be a conversation and so you know, I've come a long way in discerning for myself, like, what is actually for me? Where is my passion lie? What do I want? And what am I allowing other people to dictate for me? Um, you know, because I'm so worried about what they think. So that's it. That's all. Um, you know, I'm going to leave you with that. I think um, just as a, a mini, mini recap, um, you know, how to recognize if you are so too much in the world of worrying about what other people think. Um, You're probably judging others often. You're probably judging yourself often. You probably have, um, you know, just lowered confidence, decreased joy, um, you know, probably self-esteem issues or, or, sorry, we're not using that word, challenges, uh, barriers, whatever, however you want to phrase it. Um, You know, you probably feel insecure. And what you're doing is you're seeking it from, you're seeking that validation from other people. And you should really be tapping in inner Uh, tapping into the inner and understanding for yourself, um, you know, why that's coming up, how you can work to move through that. And, um, you know, really knowing that the only person's opinion that matters the most is you, your own of yourself. And that's why practicing self-love and self-worth and true self-acceptance and and authenticity is, is just going to allow everything else to shine. And um, so, you know, you're beautiful you're lovely, you're perfect just the way you are, even Tiki, I'm going to try and edit that out, but if you heard him meow and I can't get rid of it, he's telling you, just practice self-love, you know, it is a practice, and that's what I'm here to do, is just guide women to understand 
how to match the inside with the outside. And, you know, I'm just basically combining both my passions of self-development and, and style. So as I mentioned, you're beautiful, you're lovely, and you're perfect just how you are today. And I hope this finds you well, and I can't wait to connect with you again next Sunday. Happy self-love style.